With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Welcome to the Don Diva Coaching Talk Radio Coaching Evening Edition. We will start the evening off with a dynamic coaching hot topic of the day regarding breaking free from the influence of your tribe. Your tribe is every bit of what we consider people you're around most often, such as family, friends, workmates, religious groups, society as a whole, and what we all are influenced by. It's from the tribe that you acquired your beliefs, values, and the rules that you live by. In, you know, granted, everybody has a story, but most people come from dysfunctional families. Most people have never been taught how to create a life that they love. And it also comes down to choices. Your choices at this point is to reassess your life and to choose the beliefs and values and rules and habits that will assist you in creating a life that you love. And part of that is loving the life you live and living the life you love. And let's unpack this before we go into our coaching session. Part of this is, do you love the life you live? And do you live the life you love? We're going to separate in quadrants of importance. Because you need to be able to totality, total up everything in this. Right? So we're thinking money, relationships, work, and lifestyle. So I have to ask you. In the money section, are you paying your bills on time? Do you save regularly? Do you have savings and investments? If not, start now. Do you have a financial plan? Like for a rainy day, like during COVID. Some people are not prepared for this because nobody prepared for a pandemic epidemic. But with a good financial plan, you can always kind of ride through things like this, whether you have a recession, whether you have COVID or anything that's going on that you just don't plan for. So at the end of the day, financial planning is one of the things that would be ideal. And with that, financial planning is good to sit down with a wealth asset manager or even doing things to, to, to work on your credit and credit repairing. And that's another thing in a nutshell elsewhere with a, one of our partners, Don Diva Credit Repair, but we'll talk about that later. Because that will be coinciding with our financial services uh, package that we have available through Don Diva Coaching or IMCC. Now, outside of that, think of yourself, are you embarrassed to see anybody right now because you owe them money? Are you ducking and dodging? Are you having moments where you're having to get money from people and you're not paying them back? Or are you making the means to make sure that you go through your list of people you owe and making sure you're writing any monies that you borrowed? If you're not doing that, those are things that you need to sit down with a wealth asset manager, credit, and 
and and find out where your money's going and then whittle down what you're doing based on needs and assess necessities and then go to your wants but being able to isolate those different things and finding those things out are your money matters figuring those things out and that's what we talk about during uh our partners with don diva credit repair now with that think about money involving your job do you like your job are you absolutely and that's what goes into the work quadrant but it overlaps with money and we'll talk about work right after that am i being paid what i'm worth do you lose sleep worrying about money? You know, these are simple things that we need to ask ourselves because if we're not getting down to the nitty-gritty as to what's really going on, what's affecting us financially, then we can't get down to the other isolated areas and four quadrants of living the life you live and living the life you love. So with that, let's move into the work quadrant. Are you enjoying going to work? Like, you know, we have times where we go to work and we just hate our job. We hate our coworkers or we hate our organization or the tribe that we're with. It might not be even the organization. It might be your tribe is piss poor. It might be the morale's low. Or it might be toxic people that work within the work environment and they're hard to deal with and hard to work with. That makes a work environment even more colossally harder than just the job scope and the, the KSAs that are required to do the job. But you're thinking of yourself like... Thing. You know, like when you drive the work as slow as you possibly can, sometimes you just really just don't be proactive in going to work or you clock in with an attitude as soon as you walk through the door. That's part of your work-life balance and understanding your life compass and understanding where your directions are and loving the life you live and living the life you love is your job making you happy. And sometimes you just flat out have to ask yourself, does this job make me happy or do I hate it? You know, you don't want to get to a point where you're like screaming and pulling your hair out. And then on top of that, you have to think to yourself, you know, you have to laugh to keep from crying sometimes, right? <laughs> so with that, um, you have to ask yourself with work, am I doing what I love or am I just doing a job that's basic and I don't like it? Or is it I'm doing a job that, you know, it's become monotonous and I don't know what I want to do with it? That's when you go and sit with a human resources director or a uh, generalist or someone like that that can go figure out what's wrong with you and then assess your needs and then work on getting you a different job or applying for a job within internal that has internal hiring. And then last but not least, if it's just that bad, you hate the organization, you hate your coworkers and things like that, you're just feeling some type of way and you're no longer performing at your best, then that's where you need to look at possibly getting a new job, but leaving that old job with good rapport. Now, another thing is, are you organized? Um, do you like the people you work with? And part of jobs is not, you're not always going to like your coworkers, but your coworkers need to be tolerable, not insufferable and intolerable. And then you're at the point they're just toxic and they're annoying. Then if you're thinking about management and things like that, you can't always choose your manager, but you can choose how the rapport goes with your manager and things like that. And part of that is being able to talk to them in the manner of not being macro and microaggressive. And same thing vice versa with having a good manager that is not microaggressive, passive aggressive, or toxic in that nature. And in that nomenclature of management and, and, and staff program development, you have to be able as a manager to understand how you're affecting your staff. So it works both ways. And that's what we talk about in our small business programs. Um, does your work allow you leisure time and do I feel good at the end of the day when I clock out? You need to, when you walk out of your job, that if it's not your ideal job, you're still not feeling down and trodden, you're not feeling some type of way. That's how we talk about employee well-being and being able to go to a job and liking your job, loving your job, and loving the life you live, living the life you love, not 
taking forever to get to work or when you're going home if you're home like what you are going to work into the next quadrant which is relationships if you're driving as slow as Christmas as you possibly can to get home because you hate your life you hate your family you hate everything about it you hate your environment and then on top of that you might hate your neighbors then on top of that you're dealing with a spouse from hell so then <laughs> you got to think about all those different things <laughs> And part of that is just understanding that there's a point where you have to write these things down, figure out what's wrong. So as we wrote these things down in the other two quadrants, we moved over to relationships. Think about this. Don't get along well with most people. This is where you do an inventory of everybody that's around you. This is where we're going to get into the tribes of just a second after we go through this whole entire quadrant. Because in order for you to love the life you live and live the life you love, you got to understand the quadrants first and then move on to your tribe. Okay? So do I get along with my workmates? Those are things that you have to ask yourself and really be honest, you know. Do I really like the people I'm around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, do they make me want to pull my hair out? By the time you run out of the, the job and clock out, you're just like, oh, crap. And then you get in the car, and then you're like, oh, crap. You know, then you got to go home, and then you're just like, okay, if you hate your spouse, you hate your relationship, and you hate everything else at work, I mean, you're just at an oxymoron, like, oh, my God. <laughs> so at that point, you really just have to figure out, like, where are your assessment needs for tweaking the life that you want to get to and getting to a level of content. You know, and you're not around here looking crazy trying to figure it out. So as we're writing, identify, is there no one I dread running into? And that is easier said than done because sometimes we don't realize that we're dreading dealing with someone until we get the bodily functions. And this is what we were talking about, the mind-body and what affects of stress. Because if you feel some type of way every time you talk to someone or you get some kind of way, like a tick or twitch when you're dealing with them, <laughs> and, you know, you just get to that point, you're just like, okay, this person really grates my nerves and there's a way for them just to really irritate my soul. Then you have to find out whether or not that person needs to go exit stage left because they're driving you nuts and you just don't want that. You have to also ask yourself, are you maintaining relationships that may have went sour or have I made amends with people I've had conflicts with? Because you have to figure out whether it's good conflict or whether it's detrimental conflict or it's that neutral space conflict where you can work on it and if y'all fall out you're not at a level of animosity and hostility and that's where you have to figure out conflict resolution and diplomatically finding a way to figure out if that person can still stay in your life without being an energy zapper and this is what we were talking about in our last uh sessions about being able to understand who puts energy into you and who does not then on top of that do you even like the people you spend time with <laughs> think about it <laughs> I mean, if every time you sit around someone, you get a little butt hurt, and you're just kind of like, Ugh, you know, and you're feeling like, okay, get this person away from me. <laughs> then you have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. This person is annoying, you know. <laughs> if you run screaming and, and, and like, literally, like, want to Joanne the Scammer your way away from them and get away from them so you don't do this. Then you're at that point that it's time for them to kind of like time's up, book me to get out of here, get up, get out, do something. I need to get you to pass me by and leave me alone, you know? <laughs> 
So at that point in time, you have to say to yourself, you know, if there's nobody that you talk about, uh, you know, in the manner that it's negative, and there's more people that are positive, then your relationships are pretty good. But if you're feeling some type of way and you got something to say about everybody that you're around, then maybe it's time to spring clean your relationships, and we'll talk about that later. So do you put people before things that you need for yourself? Are you self-caring? Are you prioritizing yourself? That's part of relationship maintenance. What is your relationship with yourself like? I mean, you really got to ask yourself, like, is it terrible? Is it good? Is it, you know, in between? Then from there, you have to say to yourself, do you have friends or family or people in your environment that you can talk to? Is your tribe people you can talk to? And that's part of it. Are you keeping your word? Have I forgiven those who have hurt or offended me? Now, here's the caveat to that with forgiveness. And I hate when people use forgiveness as a caveat to keep doing the same thing that they knew was annoying you. Don't do that. Because the main thing about most people is they're not understanding. Forgiveness is not required to move forward. But if it's a maintainable forgiveness where it's not to the point of traumatic events or traumatic things, situations that would cause an eye for an eye and there's no way in Sam Pierre T. Hale that you're going to have forgiveness to that person, <laughs> <laughs> like it's not going to happen, you're at the point of finish him, then you know that it's over, it's a wrap. There's nothing going to work out between you or those people or persons. And you have to think of that. And even if it's acquaintances, you have to figure out, is it maintainable? Is it workable? Are we at a point of impasse? And those are things you have to ask yourself in maintaining your relationships. Because if you don't, you are going to go to that point where you're going to be like, look, you know what? You're going to be forgiving things that you're not ready to forgive. Or if you're not even going to forgive, you're just pretty much ending giving forgiveness because it's not going to happen, Captain. Or you're going to go back and remind them every five minutes. So it's not going to happen. So you're ending giving on forgiveness not cool <laughs> so you know you have to think about that do I ask for what I want am I making time for important relationships do I miss spending time with my children spouse or if you're dating if you're not married you know a lot of us are not marriage material and some of us are it just depends on the person you know guy or girl you know so anyway, that's a little yet to be discussed. We'll talk about marriage and uh, relationships as we offer packages for that. <laughs> yeah, I know it's laughable, but at the same token, we have to think about different things, and sometimes we have to laugh to keep them crying because sometimes your relationships really do make you want to cry. Okay, so then on top of that, are we telling my partner, my children, or my spouse, those close to me regularly, that I love them? Or are you maintaining those relationships and putting positive reinforcement in them? Are you maintaining with even your significant other? Because part of that, even with your children, is the same thing. Are you maintaining these important relationships that are making up your tribe? Your tribe is family, your work environment, your relationships, money, and everything else. And part of that is that money is not as important in that tribe part, but the parts of work-life balance and relationship balance is definitely your tribe has to fit in those categories. Then we're talking about lifestyle. We have these mitigating factors that really you have to maintain for real. Because with lifestyle, is your lifestyle becoming detrimental to your work life, your money, and also your relationships? That is where we have to deeply look into before we look at our tribe. Because most of the time, we are subconsciously not understanding routine maintenance of your tribe and the other mitigating factors that build your tribe is why you either have a life that you love or a life that you hate. And you're just at the point, if you hate it, then you need to be writing things down. Looking at your lifestyle, are you making time to meditate on this? Are you making time to relax daily? Are you making time to exercise regularly? Are you eating food, healthy food, or even if sometimes eating some junk food every once in a while is okay, but not overdoing it? Then um, 
are you asking yourself, do I take drugs? Do I not take drugs? Um, do I smoke? Do I not smoke? Uh, do I drink alcohol or do I not drink alcohol? All these things are mitigating factors, and that also factors into money as well, and money matters. So you have to make sure you're doing things that are conducive to your lifestyle, not conducive, or what is going on that is not conducive that you have to maintenance out, or you're going to have to reduce the mitigating factors that are making your life a living purity hill. So in that do you like where you live? Do you like your environment? You know, things like that. Do you surround yourself with things that you like and love? Are you in good health? Are you doing things that are promoting good health? And then on top of that, do you enjoy leisure time? Are you making time for fun? Are you making time for your hobbies that you enjoy? Do you give back to your community? Are you doing things that put and breathe life into you and allow you to network with more people to add on to your tribe that breathe life into you, don't energy zap? Then are you enjoying being yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you do you truly live truly to your true aura, your ori, or who you are internally? Are your chakras in alignment? Are you really literally living in your best version of yourself? Are you living in your best light for yourself? Are you literally capably making sure that your life is maintained in lifestyle? So then we're moving on to breaking free from the influence of the tribe because part of this is that, as we were saying, everyone has a story. Most people come from, like I said, dysfunctional families, sometimes even functionally dysfunctional families, or inside of that, you can go outside of ex internal to external, your 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 work family, your your work environment, your work culture, and part of that is everything has a cult, and that is Latin for cultura. So you have to think to yourself, everything has a culture, whether it's church, whether it's your religious, whether it's outside of religion into your work environment and things like that, or even people you congregate around who are your tribe, the people you hang with socially. And then you got to think to yourself, most people have never been taught how to create that light that they love, and your choices go along with that. So in that reassessment, as we went over the different quadrants and everything else, you have to look at your beliefs as a direct result of conditioning until you make conscious choices as to whether they are valid for you or not. Then limiting beliefs that once that make it hard for you to create the life you really want or love or you know, and the other pentameter is good news that is what happened in your past that doesn't have to be part of your future. Then your future is shaped now in this very moment by the choices that you make today, tomorrow, the next day. And in those four quadrants, whether it's your work, whether it's relationships, whether it's your work-life balance and your lifestyle and also your money and also relationships that you're maintaining. And then <clears throat> here are basic rules. And what I mean by rules are rules of engagement. In standard, <clears throat> and in that, are you making sure that your rules are the standards of behavior that you find acceptable, unacceptable, or just like beliefs and values, rules that are generally not as a conscious choice but are a result of your conditioning? So that could be environmental, lifestyle, relationship, work, or money. And you have to think of those things as you're being conditioned to those things. Are you conditioning yourself to positive reinforcement or negative? Then from there, another way to describe rules and your expectations, the expectations that you place upon others and yourself and on what you need will play a large part in how happy or unhappy with your life that you will be. And then step one in breaking free of the influence of your tribe and making sure you're making the decisions that micromanage how it works for yourself is to create a life you love. You need to break free from the influence of the tribe. To do so, you need to separate emotionally from it. So basically think logically. 
And then this doesn't necessarily mean leaving the tribe. Separating emotionally means being free to make your own choices based on who you are and what you want from life, not based on what you're told or what others think will think of you or valuing other people's opinion. You know, some people have so many opinions about who you should be around, what you should be doing, but you have to know what you're doing with your life. So with that, try to discover how much of your choices are influenced by what other people might think or how you tick the the boxes that we're going to go over in your life that are categorically what makes you decide whether you love the life you live, live the life you love. Then from there, for each statement, what describes you best? And discover how much your choices are influenced for what other people may think or whatnot. You have to ask yourself, when my ideas are not accepted by others, do I feel upset, yes or no? Do I get upset when someone comments negatively on my appearance? Yes or no. I feel upset when others criticize me. Yes or no. I often try to impress others by looking good. Here's the thing about criticism. There is such thing as what I call unhealthy criticism or toxic criticism or toxic humiliation or toxic shame. That is a whole different pantaminer outside of regular criticizing. Criticizing is meant to build you up and also break down the some of the things that you're doing in negative context but when somebody's doing it just to be a whole complete total jerk and douchebag then you really have a toxic person or toxic culture or toxic tribe and that's not helping you to build yourself up so with that do I do things to try to impress others by looking good or do I do things because it's just something I free will want to do yes or no then on top of that when I receive praise for my work achievement of some kind do I tell people about it or do I go about my daily bread or daily things that I need to do because in that you need to make sure you're not doing it just for accolades and being seen do it because you feel good about it and then when I don't receive acknowledgement, do I feel upset? And normally, most people don't feel upset when they don't get acknowledgement because they don't have the whole thing that I'm trying to go out here to paint an image or persona that I'm not posting to be or who I post to be. And a lot of people online, offline, get this whole pentameter of wanting to post a persona of themselves or a version of themselves that they really live up to. Unless they're the same offline and online, then you're looking at environmental, who they present to their people in their environment and to their tribe versus the person they really truly are and you have to be careful of that and find a fine balance between all of it then think to yourself do I sometimes brag about what I have do I pretend that I'm better off than what I am do I pretend I'm more successful than I am if you're doing any of that stop because part of that is you can't keep up a uh uh, image for so long and a farce for so long so make sure you are what you post to be online offline in your environment and who you present to be because part of that is you've got to be the same person all the time because if you're acting all the time guess what you're going to be presenting a version of yourself that you can't keep up and you'll forget so it's not good to do that make sure you're keeping within the same pentameter of who you are on and offline or around the uh, social tribe that you're around then on top of that at work, I prefer to have a little title or a pay increase. Does it make a difference if you're going to have a pay increase or a title? Or do you mind just being a subordinate worker and building the organization along with the morale or the agenda or the things that are set forth with the mission, vision, and goals? Those are things we talk about in small business as well and also in small business management. Because part of corporate management leadership training is to understand exactly how to be a manager and a good one, not a poisonous one or one that is just absolutely epically a failure of a manager. And that's what sets the organizational culture culture or morale in an organization. So you have to make sure of those things so you're not causing levels and depths of upset animosity within an organizational culture.
Do I worry about how things look as they are presented? Do I like being different around other people or do I like to remain the same? Then on top of that, do you ever say anything like, but what will people think? I'll look like a fool. You'll think I'm awful. I'll look like an idiot if I change my mind again. Those things let you know whether or not you value more of what people think versus what you think. And that's where you get the people who are easily molded or easily manipulated into a situation or feelings of animosity because they've been manipulated one too many times or they're doing things to make other people happy but not making themselves happy. And those are part of things with your tribe. Then on top of that, we have to think to ourselves, we are influenced by others but to some extent. However, it's important that you take note of what's really important to you. You, you know when you want, you can make your choices and based on your desires and needs and not on what other people think of you. So when you need to be praised or noticed when you are afraid of what others think, maybe may really thinking of you or their opinions or their criticism of you, then you may rebel or you're always influenced by the tribe. So those are things that we have to hone in on and then understanding our beliefs and then on top of that, understanding that your beliefs are to create the life you really desire. You need to reevaluate your beliefs, your values, and rules because the state of every area of your life, your health, relationships, and finances are a reflection of those beliefs. And we have to think about all these things and ask yourself these questions. You know, are you putting limits on what I can have or do I, because of my age, financial situation, or education, or uh, do I, do I self-deprecate, like say I'm stupid, I can't do this, or I can't do that? You have to put an I am instead of I can't. And that's the abundance mindset. We teach those in the paradigms of coaching. And then I would make dramatic changes to my life if I knew I could have everything I ever wanted. Those are things with self-effacing beliefs and understanding what you have to do to get there and motivate yourself. And then to yourself, you say to yourself, do I... What do I have to do in order to achieve this? Where do I have to work on what areas do I have to work on to achieve this area and my belief systems in order for my finances, my relationships, and, and, and my life to be the life I love and the life I'm living, that I love the life I live, live the life I love. Then on top of that, do I feel powerless? Do I feel motivated? Do I feel like I'm able to do this? Do I have it in my mind that I believe in myself? I can absolutely be in that abundance mindset, that I am mindset, that I am going to make this happen. I believe I can make this happen. And then you total all these different things up, and you have to answer yourself on your limiting beliefs. And Are you on team limitless? Are you on team world? Are you on motivation, destination motivation? Are you at that point that I can do this? I am going to be able to do this. I am motivated. I believe in myself. I am going to believe that I can do it. I am somebody. And that's part of all of it. In a nutshell, what you have to have in order to believe in yourself, to motivate yourself to get to the next step. And that is where the book from TeamWorld.online is written about that motivating beliefs and motivating factors to get yourself to point A, point B and make it happen. So what we're going to set for next week's is we're going to do an exercise for it to do. And that is going to assess things for you to be bonded with your tribe and figure out how to be aware, even if the smallest actions such as how often you say things like are working. So we're going to close out this session and let you marinate on that and figure out your tribe and then we'll do the assessment the next session so that is part of our love the life you live and live the life you love workshop for today and our coaching for today so i hope you guys enjoyed it take care
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.